Welcome to the We Are Invincible podcast, a project of Wakagape. We are conversation starters, question askers, and prayerful ponderers. Join us as we invite others to the table to meet and celebrate all of the indispensable people that love Jesus. We believe that as followers of Christ, we are invincible when we are united as one. To learn more about other projects from Wakagape, visit www.wakagape.org. Hello and welcome to another episode of the We Are Invincible podcast. Um, This is episode eight and today we are, well, I am super excited to have my friend Vicki Winters at the table with me today. Hi Vicki. Hey Jess. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. So we, I just wanted to take a second before we dive in. We have been talking this month about growing together and I just want to take a minute to talk a little bit about this whole endeavor of We Are Invincible and this podcast because we talk so much about how we're bringing different people from the body of Christ to the table, um, but we're also exploring this paradigm or um, framework that the Lord gave us um, several years ago that is Wakagape, that shows us how to live love better. Um, And so if you're just tuning in, we are bringing people to the table to be able to get to know them and to honor them. And at the same time, inviting people strategically who've been learning about walking agape with us and can highlight from their own story and experiences some of the ways that we walk agape. So Vicki, I've had the privilege of knowing for six years. Maybe a little longer. A little longer? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it was back when I was at the county. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's been longer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I've had a privilege to just walk, to to watch you begin your journey with Jesus and to to know you in that transition. And um, so I'm really excited about getting a chance to talk with you about today about growing together and about relationships. Um, So... I'm wanting to paint a picture of the context for our audience. Can you tell me a little bit, how would you tell your story in, in regards to relationships and how your life was before Jesus, before sobriety, and how you've grown with people? I don't know. Where would you start? Well, I'd say that I would start that my relationship was with the bottle. Mm. Bottom line. Um, it is, you know, it's it, it's been said and I can say it as I agree 100% that once you start drinking at an early age as I did and continue on you miss out on how to do relationships how to do people how Mm -hmm. to do life Mm -hmm. you just you just get stopped and so when I started drinking at such a very young age and you know we're talking 10 and I am over six years sober now. That's a long time being mm. in, in under the influence and numbing and not having relationships that I have learned are totally different in real life and 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 with real people than being under the influence. Um, I tribute. I tried. I tried for thirty years to become sober to give up the drink and it was amazing where I know 
that Jesus just simply stepped in because I had nothing. I had, I mean, I still had my job. I still had my family. I still, everything was just like, they say, maintained. I maintain functioning alcoholic. You're never a functioning alcoholic, but you think you are. Mm-hmm. And um, and one day, um, I was I had started drinking in the mornings again, and I went to my boss and said, "I'm sick and I need to go home." And on my way home, a friend of mine that had walked the journey of me trying to stay sober saw that I was going home and we started a journey, a 24 hour journey that both of us say was Jesus led. Right. You say journey, but it was really a whirlwind. It was a whirlwind. <laughs> I'm not sure whirlwind is quite as accurate as those 24 hours were. It was intense. It was extremely intense and it involved a lot of people, but the main orchestrator was Jesus. Absolutely. And, um, and I knew that even though I was really, really in a bad spot to even be rationalizing or justifying and, or thinking. Mm-hmm. And because I was really under the influence for some time and it just kept going. But anyways, we, um, she cornered me. I admitted. We rushed up to the clinic and the poor PA at the time, he just had a near come apart when he found out how much I was drinking and still walking and he didn't know what to do with me and so finally he bless his heart gave me a bunch of Valium and um, set me up to go see my counselor who I had been able to pull over her eyes that I wasn't drinking Mm. and um, saw her and you were literally whisked away I was to rehab. whisked away to rehab. <laughs> yes, it was like, you know, you couldn't get into this rehab usually for months. Yeah. And so the next morning we got on the phone and she said, if you can be here at 1 o'clock, you can have a bed. And I cracked up. Really wasn't a laughing matter to me at all. And I, I cracked up. I live in condom. There is absolutely... Well, I'm having this conversation with the lady on the phone. My friend is on conversation with Jessica. Little did I know that they plotted and planned <laughs> that I was going to be there not only by one, but a little bit earlier than uh-huh. that. And so uh, Jessica's husband is a pilot. Yeah. And um, I was whisked with a half a hamburger... <laughs> into the airplane and from the night before yeah. and um, and everybody just got and I was hiring a kite and um, the one thing I remember, I remember most intensely is when we landed in the airport and they held my hands and they prayed for me mm. then they left <laughs> they were gone <laughs> Um, and so it began. And so it began. And and I, I you know, they, people tease me about stomping my feet and tossing my hair. And I did a lot of that. They kept me an extra week at rehab. Um, and sent me off with a, we don't think this girl's going to succeed, mm-hmm. uh, diagnosis. And um, um, I don't think I would have if I... I still, I still had a hunch that, you know, maybe I, none of this was me, mm-hmm. that I had definitely what the program called a higher power working for me, but I really didn't have a, a grasp of what was going on, and then I started hanging with some women, mm-hmm. and, and my life changed. 
Yeah. So you said that you started drinking very young, which I didn't know it was actually that young. Mm -hmm. Uh, Having an almost 10-year-old, that's a little bit of a sucker punch. Mm -hmm. You never really had even the opportunity to learn how to build relationships at that point because, I mean, you weren't even at puberty yet, you know? So I... Because I wanted to ask, like, what do you think that it was that kept you from building relationships? I mean, even with your counselor, you had a relationship, but it wasn't real. It wasn't honest. You had, you had been able to, like you said, I don't remember what words Mm -hmm. you used, but make her think that you Mm -hmm. were sober when you Mm -hmm. weren't. Um, So even the relationships that you had with your family, your husband, et cetera, were, Perhaps not as genuine. Is that accurate? Um, I and, and then how would you describe it? Yeah, in, in in the program we say this a lot is that we didn't ever ever feel a part of. Mm. It's like coming out of the shoot, never feeling a part of, and um, I can honestly say that's how I felt. The only thing that made me feel a part of was drinking. And so, um, my entire high school was around partying, mm-hmm. and college was around. You know, again, I would, I could, I. We also say, God watched over us every bit of the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are things that I did that. Um, you know, I just know that God was there. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, my relationships were very um, shallow, mm-hmm. very shallow. Mask wear, they, you know, you Jessica can attest to this, as can some other dear, dear, dear friends as well. That I, everything's fine, and um, that's how I maintained. Mm-hmm. That's how I maintained was just a very surface survival. Mm-hmm. It was survival, and. Um, there was no relationship, but I didn't know it. Yeah, that's what, exactly what I was going to ask you. Is like, was there ever a time when you went, "This is this could be more," you know, like, or or did you just think that this was? Because I wonder how many of us go through that, you know, like whether it be drinking or whether it be anything, right? Anything because oh yeah, no, that, I've got this down. Yeah, this is yeah, how it's yeah. supposed to be. This it's, is normal, right? I, I I can remember with my counselor, her her sitting there looking at me, going. You've got to have some girlfriends. And I looked at her and I go, no, I don't. <laughs> and and I didn't. Yeah. And I didn't pursue it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that, you know, it was fear. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of fear. Why venture out into something I knew nothing about? Right. Well, and can control. Eggs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then there's that. <laughs> I speak as one recovering control freak to another. Yes, 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 yes. yeah. Yes. Everywhere. So, yeah. 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 It is. It's messy. Relationships are messy. Yeah. And I think, you know, we we're talking about grow together as this part of walk agape that that as we're learning to love, learning to learn about love, right? As we're abiding with the Lord, we're called and created for community. And your story tells that so beautifully because you're before sobriety, before Jesus, some of those relationships are super precious to you, obviously, your children um, and your husband, even though that eventually didn't play out maybe the way you'd hoped. 
they were precious and you thought it was fine, right? And yet as the Lord brought you into sobriety and brought you into him, relationship with him, he called you deeper into relationships. Can you talk a little bit about how you went from, I don't need that, not how, the mechanics of it, but the change maybe that you saw in yourself as you were drawn into relationships with other women in this instance, but in general? Um, for some um, unknown reason, a group of ladies decided Saturday morning coffee Vicky's place. <laughs> you can escape. I couldn't have escaped. Exactly. I never looked at it that way. Oh, that's what it was. I don't think that was my idea. But gosh, it works out. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. But it was like I would sit there, Jessica, just my skin would crawl. It would crawl. Get done. It's You've been here for two hours. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> um, I can remember the most uncomfortable, icky feeling. I just wanted you girls to go away. And I can thankfully say now that is not the case. Mm. Um, it was, it's been, it's been a struggle. You mentioned family. Um, I have relationships with my kids and my ex-husband that are totally different. Mm -hmm. totally different and in such a beautiful way and it's continuing to shift and change and go down roads and I'm going no I'm not going down that road but yes I will <laughs> uh, so you know there's that obedient piece um, but there's just it's just uh, and I don't want to say that it's I don't know it's just just Jesus mm -hmm. I mean that's all this has happened through my life with regards I got I got I, I, got, I have one friend who's part of Wakagapi that braved coming once a week to my house with a little thin book about following Christ. And she opened the door. Mm -hmm. She opened the door. I had a Bible study that I was going to, and it was Greek, mm -hmm. solid Greek. <laughs> but I went. Bless her heart. She was dedicated mm -hmm. to keep at that. Mm -hmm. And then we did inductive study with a group of ladies. And the last inductive study, I was really close to tossing, just tossing. I, I, it was didn't, it didn't fit me. Mm -hmm. And you know, and that's something else in this walk with my relationship and growing with my friend Jesus, mm -hmm. is that you don't have to do everything everybody else is doing. Uh, you can <laughs> do yes. what is what you need to do, and if it means that my morning looks different than Jessica's or Julie's or Betsy's. If my morning looks different on how I am building my relationship with my Savior, it's going to look different, mm -hmm. and it's going to be beautiful for me. Yes. It doesn't mean I don't take some of what I learn from from the girls, mm -hmm. from but and from the Bible and from podcasts and from you know other other resources. Mm -hmm. You know, I I I think something that. It's been most amazing, and, and again, this is the this, the willingness, the want to, the I I chose I chose to be I chose to learn about Jesus. Mm. But you know what? 
guess he pursued me the entire time and is still pursuing. And I had heard that, and I go, really? He really wanted to get to know me? Mm-hmm. Why would he want to get to know me? Me, yeah. Me, you know, Maybe so, that person over yeah, there. Yeah, you know, my history, you know, and I hear this so much now. Everybody goes, but my history, my past, my past. And I don't discount my past because mm-hmm. my past has... That's my past, you know, it's me. How you got here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, to be able to take that pieces of that past and dig down and, you know, get to the root of, of some things that might be bothering me now, that's all. I couldn't do that if I didn't have this relationship with Jesus because he's always telling me I'm okay and he loves me all the time. Yeah. Well, and the thing that I have seen in our friendship is... He's created a safe space for us yes. because I was talking the other day with someone about, you know, how change happens mm-hmm. and how growth happens. And that's this, you know, this section we talk growing together. We're not just hanging out and having coffee, you know, though coffee is involved because I'm involved, <laughs> but there's, and you drink way different coffee. Um, there is a growing that happens together that the Lord has built in us that is special and that is I think something that so many people are missing out on because I said the other day I wish that that as we're growing in Jesus and walking in this whole journey with him um that I could be like a phone that just gets a memory wipe and just takes off all of the old uh, all the old corrupt operating system right and gets rebooted with an upgrade and you're good go right i'm a new creation in christ so here we go like everything's brand new and and that hasn't been your experience or my experience like change and growth is painful and you need someone else a saved place to process some of that to say to like come up against other believers that have been in different places in their their, they're in different spots in their journey and they can go you know i I noticed this and and ask about it or you have often brought some of those to us and then it impacts us you know it changes me because you were vulnerable enough to bring it to the table and say i'm struggling with this so a cute story was one of the first Bible studies I did, Betsy and Julie did. Uh-huh. It was on relationships. Oh, that's right. And I was doing really good until she did the flip board that said conflict. <laughs> and she was watching me when she said it. Julie used to work for me, so she knows me pretty good. And so, um, and, and that is so true, that, that being able to drop the mask, to be able to Bear it the best a person can in that time of their life. Right. You know, and it doesn't... That didn't happen overnight. No, 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 no. And and if there's trust issues and, there, I mean, there's, you know, but the, to have that vulnerability to be able to say, you know, to, to when you're in a valley and and, and then, then what, what what's so cool is when we work out of that valley to the other side and we have elation on the mountain, mm-hmm. you know. And I have felt that getting, you know, I have, I've come out of the darkness, and I can't remember how I explained it this morning, but you know, I'm, I'm now in in in. I'm, it's brightness. It's, it's you're awake. I'm you awake. Said, yes, yes, said. I'm yes. awake. I'm awake. I felt awake, and it just seemed like okay. 
I, I, wow. And there's been some wows in the last several days. And one of the wows was, you know, there's been, there's just been a, a, quite a few, but one of them that probably was the most, okay, I'll do it, um, was I had, I was headed out the door yesterday and a member of our church was dropped off at my doorstep. And because she doesn't drive, and she marched right in, and I'm still basically in my morning clothes, and I'm I go well, I gotta get dressed, good to see you, but I gotta get dressed, and I'm gonna go downtown, and she simply sits down. <laughs> and I'm going okay, and she looked me square in the eye, and she goes, I want you to be my prayer partner, and I'm I'm just like okay, um, I've known this yeah I've known this young woman for six, seven years. Um, she used to be my neighbor, and she's a member of the church, and um, she can be challenging mm. um, relationship-wise. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, so her idea of a prayer partner, she ex explained to me what that means, because I didn't have a clue. And, and so she did, and you know, she said, I want to do coffee, I want to do lunch. I want to get to know you more, and I said, "Okay, well, I, I I'll, I'll, I'll pray about it, and, and and you pray about it, and we'll talk again soon." And she very promptly stood up, and I said, "Do you need a ride? I'll go get dressed, and I'll give you a ride." And she goes, "Boop!" and out the door she goes. Now, um, she's she's not in my circle. Mm -hmm. Okay, she's not in my circle. Not in your comfort zone. Not at all. And I have worked around and through and done everything I have possibly do to avoid any kind of relationship with her and the Lord just dropped her right in my house mm. because he loves her he loves her yeah and so um, I'll, do, I'll be your prayer partner mm. and I will see where that goes and mm. and I I, I and, and I you know I, it, I knew it the minute she said it mm -hmm. um, and I told her I said my schedule is going to be picking up and blah blah blah, blah. I came up with a lot of stuff <laughs> and but deep down in this here in my heart I knew yeah I knew that, I that this be. is a beautiful soul that the Lord is is bringing to, to you. me yeah. yeah so let's in let's embrace yeah let's embrace well let's isn't it beautiful how you were drawn in to relationship to grow together with with these ladies mm -hmm. and now the Lord is doing the same mm -hmm. thing and you are giving it away, right? Yes. But yes. between this beautiful lady and the gathering mm -hmm. that you guys have been doing on mm -hmm. Wednesday nights mm -hmm. with just getting together mm -hmm. and sharing what the Lord is doing in your lives mm -hmm. and praying together, you have you are fostering a community mm -hmm. of growing together um, in ways that is practical and real and shows by example. This is how we mm -hmm. grow together. Yeah. Um, and they're not all the same level of relationship no. or safety or, you know because that's important and you can't have that with everybody you're not going to be everybody's best friend mm -mm. but you are growing with these people and growing together and um your life is a beautiful example of that thank you Jesus well thank you for coming um so I'm going to put you on the spot a little mm -hmm. bit um I want to honor you It has absolutely... I'm going to try not to cry. We might both be crying by the end. 
it has been an absolute privilege to walk with you and to know you and to see your resilience and your endurance and your hair flips and all of that <laughs> because it's there's so many reflections that I see of myself, even though our stories are so different. Um, they're really not. And you bring out and you challenge me and you encourage me and you inspire me. And you are doing that now with others. And it is so cool to watch. Thank you. Coming up next are common unity questions. We ask our guests and challenge ourselves to share a bit more of our hearts through some fun questions. Stay tuned. Are you enjoying the podcast? Want to be a part of the team? Be on the lookout for the release of our Patreon account coming April 2020. For mere cents a day, you can support this podcast as well as future programs that we currently have in development. Come partner with us. More info on that coming soon. And now, on to our common unity questions. Let's build some community. So the last two questions that we like to ask our interviewees are just some fun, funny, light in the mood, get you get to know you a little bit better. Um, some of them are fun, funny, one of them is, and the other one's a little bit more of a challenge, but just off the cuff without putting too much thought into it. If you had one minute to describe Jesus, how would you do it? I would start from the fact that he is always my He's my friend. He's my friend. He's always there. Um, a vision that I had gotten of him, we have uh, some horses, and which I never thought I'd ever have. Mm. And so after retirement, I was able, my daughter and I got a couple. But when I am in a spot, my friend Jesus is sitting on the top rail of the corral, and he's got his elbow on his thigh, and his chin on his hand, and he's looking at me, and he's smiling. Mm. So that's my friend. He's there for me all the time. Mm. Doesn't mean I always reach out. Doesn't mean I always listen. But he is there for me and always has been. Mm. That's a beautiful picture. Well done. Funny question. <clears throat> um... If you could be any animal, oh, this is an easy one for you. It is. I can't oh, say it's it it any animal. What would be? Oh, it's too you, easy. You want to go ahead and tell them, Jen? <laughs> you would totally be a horse. I would totally be a horse. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Having horses in my life now has been therapeutic, has been hard, <laughs> and um, and very joyful, and. That's life. Mm. Life is hard. It's joyful. It's it's challenging. There's a lot to do. These animals learn to trust us. Mm. I have watched one horse who was abused, and he has learned to trust us. And that's what I want to be able to be best at, is trusting Jesus. Wow. Wow. That's beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you again for coming, taking the time, share your story with our audience coming to the table. Hope you guys will join us again next time for the next episode. And if you haven't 
research it already. We are still, uh, we always would love more partners at the table um, on our Patreon membership, well, subscriber, I don't know. It, it still feels awkward to me because it's money, but supporting what we're doing here and helping us to expand um, and the offerings and the resources that we provide. So if you're interested in that, buzz on over to our Facebook group and we'd love to have you connected with our community. So thanks again and we'll see you soon. You've been listening to the We Are Invincible podcast, a project of Wakagape. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Wakagape to join the community and get updates and encouragement throughout your week. Come back next week to meet another part of the extended family of God. We're real, we love Jesus, and you never know who's going to walk through the door. Thanks for joining us. We hope you come back to the table soon.